0: it's Saturday, <laughs> another week has gone by, I'll tell you. It's like I, I finish Fishers and then I wake up and I'm like, wait a minute, did I even sleep? But it's Saturday morning and we're going to start raking, bringing some prayer warfare here in a minute. Hope you all have your coffee. I am, I'm sub-tagging this, I've been playing with sub-tag lines for this show, but I think it's going to stick, coffee and Jesus, I think that's good. We're going to it's going to be bended knee coffee and Jesus and then that's the Saturday morning show which is going to be awesome we want to get more and more people here but you know like you know God says it doesn't matter it's where two or three are gathered so however that works it's good one thing before we get going let's listen to a message from Mike Lindell he's got something for you over at my pillow Yeah, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. You won't be disappointed on that one. All right, so a couple announcements, just a reminder of what we talked about yesterday on Bards FM. The Bards Fest has been changed its venue from, from, I guess, uh, Kansas to Flemingsburg, Kentucky, it's going to be at Madeline, M-A-N-D-O-L-I-N, Madeline Farms in Flemingsburg, Kentucky. We're super excited about it. I know there's been a bunch of uh, people getting their reservations changed. And like I said, that's a God change, not a me change. So sorry if there's some difficulties, but there's good reasons all those things come together. But everything I've read so far, everybody had an easy time of getting their Airbnb and whatever else they had reserved, taken care of. If you did have a difficult time for some reason, uh, and you need somebody, you need some help, you can reach out to us and see if we can give you some assistance as far as getting those so that you don't get penalized. But we'll try. You know, it's all those things. that This is just one of these events far greater than me. And and, and um, But we're super excited about it in Madeline Farm. If you want to hear that whole story, go to last night's Bards FM, which is really good. And besides that, uh, I do want to make a mention of just something before we get going here. And it's it's important because it's a perception. As you've probably heard about the fires over in Maui, and we are going to pray for those folks. But the media has been, I did some research last night, and is that something didn't settle right with me. Man is the media lion once again. So yes, the fires were bad and likely not natural-caused. That's we'll go there. It's probably more like paradise fire. But it's in one town called Lanai. And they've making it sound like the entire island of Maui was burned. And I'm not taking away from the destruction because it was rapid, it was violent in, in flames. Uh, the heat was so much that it left houses standing and burned the the melted the wheels on the cars just like in paradise. So who knows what else? Probably smart meter stuff too. But I just want to point out that we have to continue to be vigilant to find the truth. They have been talking about how Maui, using the, and they do it intentionally. They'll say things like Maui. And yes, it's on Maui. There's no question about it. I've been to Lanai. But the fact is that it's one community. It's not the entire island. So just be aware of how the media manipulates stuff constantly. It's just, we're always in this cesspool of lies it just drives me crazy, and I think it just after I think a while, I think we just all kind of shake our head and go, "Father, can we just like knock it off?" I would agree. Another thing, real quick, um, last night we had a special guest on Fishers. If you didn't get a chance, I know these are a lot of shows, especially when we do, you know, Friday night, and then we do Bard's FM, and then you've got this show here, and so I, you know, your time is valuable, so. Uh, that said, Brad Pastor Brad Cummings was on last night. We had a great show, and he just died. I just had him call in, and we just did a live show. Really, really good perspectives. And if you're looking for like a Sunday morning show to listen to, and you didn't get a chance to listen to it last night, um, that that discussion he and I had, I think, was just on point and spoke so many good things about Scripture and um, how things are going. So anyway, I hope that kind of some puts things in perspective. Um, super excited though about Bars Fest coming up and um, super excited. I, I have to tell you all that I was actually I'm a little bit amazed at how excited people were about the change. And um, looks like we have a pretty good concentration of mighty Bards warriors sitting there in that region out there, so that's pretty awesome. So that's pretty good. And of course, if you didn't know, our uh, we're going to have a lot of our mods there. Uh, in one bit of good news, which I'm going to just jump ahead because I think it's probably in the praise reports, but in case she didn't put it in because she tends to be pretty humble, our mod Nikki has been having some miraculous healing. She suffered from a lot of um, of pain in in a lot of Uh, physical ailments and this last uh, week I know that she's she's been having some miraculous healing and for the first time in a long time her pain is going away so praise Jesus on that and just really am very happy for her and okay she said she did put it in this time well good Nikki I know you don't typically do it but I wasn't gonna let you get away with it so there you go and um and just and a couple other great things as we go on, because we're going to put a prayer in this as well. But I just want to highlight, you know, kind of what is just before we get started here. Um, our kids program, we're going to have an active kids program at Bard's Fest. And that's going to be, I'm super excited about that because our kids program master, which would be our our mod Punky, is going to run that. And uh, she did such an amazing job. Bard's Fest won back in St. Louis. And I, I'm honestly, I'm super excited that she's going to be part of this one. Um, they they were um, they were down south of the border um, making lizard tacos, I think at the last uh, at the last Bard's Fest. But um, this time she's going to be there, and I'm super super excited. And I know that we're just going to have a fantastic kids program. Uh, so. That's good. So, I mean, we just, this is like big family. So, I, you know, and for those of you that haven't been to a Bars Fest, if you can make it happen, man, you, you, it is just one of these great events. It's just, it really, they're anointed and it's really shows you how God moves in great ways. Final note, because I know she's in chat today, Mila, who has in Chile, and I'm just highlighting this, um, we're going to be having a Bards Fest and planting a church, um, is as God moves us here in Chile, and that's going to happen in, and that's the country, not the not the dish, just in case you don't get confused. Um, no, it's not. We, we might have Chile at Bars Fest, but this isn't about that. This is the country. Mila is, uh, and, uh, is setting up to have a Bars Fest where I'm super excited. I am going to be going down, and um, I've got a team that I'm putting together to go down with me and I'm uh, and she doesn't even know that yet but that's going to be happening it's going to be super exciting and I think that it's uh it's yes and she just said it it's going to be an operation vineyard outpost and I can't tell you what a big deal this is because it puts us at the tip or I should say the beginning of where the potential child sex trafficking is and it's like it's like a few miles from where the crazy ancients used to sacrifice children so we're going to literally be doing some deliverance and slaying ancient demons and setting up a beautiful church. So super excited about that as well. So there we go. So we'll, we'll put that in our prayers today, but just wanted to put those things up front. All right, patriots. Let me have a sip of my coffee. I hope you've got your coffee because this is going to be, we've got a lot of great prayer requests today. Some amazing ones. Okay, here we go. Father we just want to thank you today. Um, we are just always so humbled each and every day and Jesus we just ask that today you're going to be with us here and we look forward to just walking with you today and literally proclaiming the authorities that you've given us to bring them into the bring this into the world and to truly reach out to heal, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, to do greater works than than He and so forth, of all of this Jesus, most importantly, to spread the gospel and to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are each and every day blessed, and each and every day, I think all of us, as we go through these amazing events together, we start to really realize the power of the fellowship, we realize the power of kingdom in our life, and so Father, we're just asking, as we're moving through these, these prayers and as, that we, we really affect the three major pillars of our commission, to rescue, to heal, and to restore, and in whatever capacity. We know that there's a lot of need out there, and we just pray that we begin this prayer today just with a truly loving and forgiving heart and really embrace the true power of where the the glory of kingdom is, which is in love. And that does not ever do anything other than empower the greatness of what kingdom can bring, So, Father, we also ask this morning, before we begin, for you to give us eyes, eyes that you see, eyes that we can see these issues each and every time with your eyes, your compassion, your heart, and to simply write that on our heart as as a way of seeing and a way of being to effect fantastic and incredible and miracle change. And, Father, that is ultimately our objective, as you know, but we speak it openly here before you, that we want the world to witness you. We want the world to witness the miracle God. And we have had so many amazing testimonies to that end. And we just ask that you'll continue to guide us in all things. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I'm going to begin um, with a prayer request from uh, Jay Wu. And it's, just, it's really nice because I think it's a great way of beginning. It's a broad prayer for our children, so I'm just going to read it. It um, says, good morning, Scott, and the prayer warriors of Bard's Nation, a prayer for the children. Lord Jesus, thank you. We come before you in the power of our faith and love in you. We praise your name, Jesus. There is nothing good in this world that you—it is not of you. Thank you for this time together to pray, praise you, glorify you, exalt your holy name, and elevate this fallen world. For the children of this world, your children, Lord, I ask you bring them peace, bring your children the joy and love of your Spirit, Lord Jesus. Bring them hope, let them know in their hearts they are loved and not alone, that the Lord God, the Most High, is with them, and Jesus, mighty and loving hand, and, and that Jesus's loving and mighty hand is upon them, and that we are looking for them. Finally, Lord Jesus, I ask you to reach into the hearts of those who would harm your most beautiful gift, the children, and let them feel the reality of the evil they do and the depths of the darkness that dwells in them. Let them feel the intense shame and guilt of their actions, the dark evil they are participating in and serving the real harm they do, and not only to those most innocent, but their own souls. Let them drop their instruments of harm and walk away. Let their hearts weigh heavy with the deeds they've done and suffer the consequences of their actions. Let them realize what awaits them if they don't repent, open the doors and cages, and show the children the way to freedom. And Lord Jesus, if they do not, crush them. Above all, Lord Jesus, your will be done. Thank you, Lord, in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, we ask and pray, amen. Jay That was a wonderful prayer. Um, Father, I just want to add a few things, just some thoughts that are moving through this and then just hear our prayers on this. I I can't imagine, Father, what it would be like to arrive at the end of your life, having served the Dark Master, and to encounter the compassionate and unbelievable love of Jesus to suddenly realize that all the years of darkness that you have served evil, that you have missed the greatest gift ever given to humanity, which is the love in Christ. So Jesus, I would add that sometimes perhaps there's no need for more justice than that. That simply coming to the realization and awakening of all that you have wasted in this life and all that you could have had as you reach to the love in you, Sometimes that may be justice and even judgment enough. So Jesus, as your will be done, the greatest piece here is to truly hold these people accountable so that they can see themselves and let them see themselves in the depths of what they have done in the true context of what this world is truly about. Furthermore, in this prayer, I'm going to extend a, a And it's a prayer for the blessings and continued blessings of the expansion and growth and the deep roots that will be needed for Operation Vineyard to move. We have much, much to do, and there's many things happening, and sometimes not as fast as people would like, but nonetheless, there is tremendous motion happening here. So, Father God, we just are asking today for that blessing to settle and to move across all of those inspired to be part of Operation Vineyard, to hear your voice, to hear how that commission is to take form in their lives, to not, be, uh, to not be frustrated in a moment in time when things may not be moving as fast, but to understand that the commissions like this, we all must lean in, we all must persist and build, Regardless of resources, and ultimately have the deeper faith in you, in Christ Jesus' name. A- a- Amen. All right, Patriots. I think we're about ready to. That was a nice kickoff, a nice kickoff to get going. So, um. Okay, and then I want to give. I'm going to start with a praise report, and then here is we're going to start with our praise reports. This is a, another one. This is from. Uh, JCUK, this was our per- person we um, prayed on, and I just wanted to share this with you. It says, "Hi Scott, I've just got a full. I just got the full story about Roger's accident. If you remember, Roger was the one that was run over by a boat while diving, and ended up in the hospital with a broken pelvis and internal injuries. It was pretty ugly. We prayed, and a week later, Roger is coming home, which is in itself just a miracle." Um, it says. Reference to Roger, he definitely thought he was going to die, as he immediately lost the use of his legs. But the fishing boat had had seen him, and much to his relief, it turned around, and the crew hastened, hoisted him, hoisted him out of the water to get him back to the to the, to the uh, bayside. As well as his pelvis, he has broken his femur, but the external wounds were less than I imagined he only needed 30 or so stitches <laughs> that's still quite a few i don't care how you cut that one there was a side story about a guy who told Roger's wife whilst he was in the emergency uh, attention area at the hospital and she was waiting for, to see his him post accident that Roger was going to die or at least that it was it was touch and go the guy sounded to me as if he was demonically possessed revealing in the trauma and Brenda's acute anxiety and obvious distress. So, the rest of the week just sounded like Roger was under a hedge of protection, healing fast with the help of prayer. It was not easy to arrange their air ambulance. The insurers did not want to pay, but they did, and so he was able to get home to Illinois much earlier. And yes, he is at home not in a hospital although I think Jill said they they cooked um, they checked him over in one of in Miami first other than a further operation that will be needed to in due course to reverse the bladder drain and try to restore normal waterworks he is mending well says he will return to Tobaga so he was in tobaga that's I, I kept saying the wrong island so tobaga and what was a lovely was the skipper of the fishing boat visited Roger in the hospital. So many thanks indeed for, in, uh, for including Roger in Bended Knee Prayer Saturday. I, a near-death experience turned in just over a week to a recovery at home. What a miracle. Blessings, JCUK. Patriots, those are, those are stories. I've told this story to Dr. Lee Merritt. I just want to want you to know that. And um, I was talking to her on Zoom and it was great because to, I told her this story, and her eyes got about as big as half-dollar bills. She's like, wow, that's a miracle. So these are, these are incredible stories. For someone to go through this type of injury and to be on a plane home in a week, even with 30 stitches, a broken pelvis, and a broken femur, wow. So, Father God, I just want to thank you immensely for just this incredible miracle of healing. And we just placed before you today and before the throne that Roger will just continue to have incredible and supernatural healing. He's overcome the odds, which is what all things do when you put in your hand. And so Father, today we declare a supernatural rapid healing for Roger. And we literally are witnessing the bones mend right before our very eyes, that we are really seeing the, the internal injuries heal, that the stitches are just falling out, and that he's completely restored, and that the need for this next surgery isn't even that needed, that he, we're going to see a supernatural healing to heal all of his, his lower bladder area in such a profound way that even the doctors will be left stunned, unexp- unable to explain that which only you can do. So Father, we just want to thank you and we thank you as well for the blessings for JCUK, for her, for her commitment here and the, the ask that you'll continue to bless her as we walk together in all of this, reminding us as well, Father, that we put in these strange distances of oceans and time, and that is not of you, that we have been reminded here that no matter where we are on this earth, that when we pray and our prayers are heard by you, they shall be answered. So, Father, thank you, and we are humbled in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we got ourselves, buckle up, here we go. We got some prayers to do. Okay, give me just a second, Patriots. I got to do one thing I just realized. It's hard to read these when they're at like two-point micro size in my document. (laughs) Even with glasses, it'd be like, oh, I need a magnifying glass. Not going to happen. Here we go. We're ready. All right. Start with another praise. Good morning. And this is from Fireproof. I want to thank you all uh, who have prayed. David, her husband's biopsy, had to be redone and finally found out on Friday late afternoon it was not cancer. He he has an appointment with his endocrinologist next Friday. Mom's biopsy was a cyst, nothing cancerous, praise the Lord. We are still trying to get things started as far as David's pension. He can't draw Social Security until after his birthday, October 20th. Thank you all again. I love you all. We appreciate the Bards family so much. Thank you, Scott, for bringing us together. God bless you all. Fireproof. Well, Father, we just want to thank you for this good news and just ask for the continued good news with David and in his follow-up on his, with his endocrinologist, That this to bless Fireproof and to bless David and to bless her mom with just great health. And we're just praying for just a hedge of protection around this family. And for whatever this transition point is, which there is one, we just ask that you'll reveal the deeper part of this. We tend to find ourselves very connected and consumed with the material aspects of life, especially when it comes to money. And so, Father, we just ask that those chains will be broken and that in this moment in time to truly feel the, 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 the blessings of love, the blessings of healing And the blessings of kingdom. And know that through you, and just to use these moments to reinforce it, through you all things are possible and that through you all things will be provided. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Praise report. My health provider just approved me going back on Januvia than generic. Hmm. Now getting body to get back on track. Thank you for the prayer and care, Saber Lighter. Okay, so... Father, I want to thank you for this ability for them to get back on the medication they need. However, I want to go further. And so, Father, we are we're praying for supernatural healing here. We, You are the instrument of all things. And while it is good news to hear that something was approved in terms of medication, let us move beyond the limitation that we put upon ourselves. Father, we pray for a supernatural healing and restoration in Cyber, Saber Lighter's life, that the need for medication will cease to be anymore, and that this body temple will be restored without the need for the dependency on drugs of any kind, and the, and even to the point where the need to see a doctor will be so diminished that there'll be the life will just seem like a different world. So, Father, we want to thank you for these blessings and. Just ask that you will open those doors for Saber Lighter to follow to wherever that leads and to experience a power of healing unimagined that only can happen by the hand of you. And Patriots, if you'll allow me, I'm going to do a praise for myself. I don't typically do this, but it is so significant. I really can't not acknowledge it. So Father God, I just want to thank you for this incredible healing that I have experienced over the last four weeks with all my sciatica gone and all of my pain of a nine-year pain and injury of my left hip. It is um, a reminder, Father, that we have to, one, be receiving of, of that and accepting of the prayer and healing that you offer and equally be open to hear so that we can truly take authority over the pain in our lives. Father, the great lesson that you provided here for myself was that we have to be of the mindset of truly being able to take authority over all aspects in our life, which is also to be transformed through him. And to be transformed in such a way that that means transforming the deepest parts of the heart, and then to confront that which we have made part of our life narrative, and to literally dispel it and remake it through the body of Christ and reform ourselves to truly become a new man within the body of Christ. And Father, this last four weeks has been stunning. I'm humbled, I'm blessed, and truly has been the release of of pain that wasn't just a hip. It was something much deeper, much greater, much farther, much longer back. And that's something for all of us to remember that many times that which we suffer is not of the most obvious symptoms, but of things that we must ourselves contend with in our deeper part of who we are to truly be transformed through him. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I want to say thank you so much for the prayers for Melody yesterday morning during Saturday Bended Knee, a.k.a. Coffee and Jesus. See, someone's got it already. I love that tagline. We're we're keeping it, Coffee and Jesus. Here's an update from her dad, Kevin. Melody has just rocked it today. Her hypertension is down by half, and their doctor nurse are planning on doing another echocardiogram in about three days. Her labs were the best they have ever been, and her stats stayed darn near 100 even when they were missing, messing with her. She is doing so good that they've started weaning her oxygen down. She was at 196, 95, and now 93. Even this switch to 93, her stats stayed at 100. Now it is to wean her off of the nitric oxide, then have the hypertension completely resolved and ultimately graduate back to the regular ventilator. Again, it's, uh, again, thank you for the prayers, and I will continue to provide updates as I learn more. God bless you all. CSG 3333. Well, Father... First of all, thank you. Obviously, we're humbled and we these these sorts of news, always good news like this, is such a reminder of the power of healing. So Father, we wanna pray just powerfully here and, and set a hedge of protection around Melody in such a profound way that we want this whole space that she's in from heaven to earth is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And if whatever is holding that, whatever anchor or chain is is holding her down to any sort of rapid and immediate healing? We are chain breakers, and today we declare the breaking of any of those chains and the freeing of her from any of those bondages to set her free into the powers of miracle healing. Father, we're not we're not satisfied enough with these with these measures, and I'm sorry if if that sounds un- disrespectful, but Father, we we want more. We declare more, and the reason we declare more, Father, is because we know that we can pray into this, and you'll hear our prayers. We want melody to be completely healed, not just to get back to level, not just to get back to ventilator. We want her restored, Father. And so, Father, we're praying with all of our hearts for supernatural healing to take authority over this moment and to give her the authority to control that in her life as we pray into healing and to free her from these bondages of sickness, to restore her body fully to the power and glorious kingdom intended and to let her be freed from the hospital and to give a testimony into the world of the power of, of the miracle God. Father, let there be no mistake in her heart where these miracles came from. And let her be enlightened, inspired, and empowered with the glory of heaven. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, yeah, and Father, I do say all those things humbly. You know that. I'm not not being, like, dictatorial, but kind of, a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. all right. Just within our authorities. (laughs) All right, patriots. Yesterday... August 7th was the first day since Bardsfest Fest in Yuba City that I woke up pain-free. Oh, this is from Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. I'm glad you put this in. I had had pain throughout the day, but the fact of not waking up is the first thing I w- that has been tremendous for my overall well-being. Many have prayed for me and for me that I would be free from pain and my health restored. Since getting back home from Carolina, I've stopped taking Atenol, Atenol. At 10, lol. I'm sure sure glad Nikki's a nurse and can tell me how to say these things because I can't. And And Predinzone, I went from 10 milligrams twice a day of steroids to only three doses since the end of June. That's by the incredible power of prayer and our ultimate physician, which is our father, wonderful. Father has also blessed us with a washing machine, so I no longer have to scrub the clothes by hand and with a brush. Thank you all for your prayers, support, and love. This family is the perfect example of how Christians should be. And I could not be happier to have God bring us all together through Scott, Nikki. Well, Father, we just want to thank you for this great news. And there's, you are just, you are the restorer. You are the, the maker of all things. You are the maker of perfection. And Father, we know that Nikki's carried a lot of weight, but we also know that so much about our healing is also our spiritual healing this spans our life, Father. We just want to, we just raise hands of praise for this great story of the healing and miracle healing of Nikki, and just ask that you can continue to flow that healing down in such an incredible way to place a hedge of protection around this family that has been through a lot. They're still dealing with issues around black mold and trying to deal with many other issues, and Father, we're praying into this today and declaring overcoming for Nikki and her family true powers of overcoming to fill her, to fill her family with that just power of the Holy Spirit and to continue with that bright and beautiful love towards you and to realize that wherever is before us, we can overcome. And equally, Father, we're praying and asking for, and declaring with the authorities given to us the, the resources needed for Nikki and her, and her family to be able to break free of these chains that bind them. So Nikki, this is a word, and we're going to pray into this. That the land that you're now occupying, Nikki, there is something there that needs to be delivered. You need you're going to have to break the chains of the roots of that land, and so you should walk if you have not already, but do it again anyway. Walk that prayer in in that property in prayer. Ask for the blood of Jesus to establish a line of protection around that property. And so, Father, we declare truly that whatever that's that ancient and old. Chains are there. They are now broken. We declare chain breaking for any of the past influences that lurk within that property. And in the boundaries of this property, we call for the establishment of war angels to set guard around the property in Nikki's family. And furthermore, Father, we pray for the full power of the Heavenly Spirit and the Holy Spirit to flow from heaven to earth to fill this. And Nikki, this is something we are going to declare for you, but you need to do it yourself. We're declaring this land the land of kingdom. This is kingdom's land. And to with this to break free of the concepts and bondages that are trying to hold it to the hands of men and earth. Father, there is a there's a landowner involved in this, and we just pray of a of a, a softening of the heart to have him here and to have the compassion, not to be consumed with his own businesses. And so, Father, we're praying for a miracle transformation of his heart to be able to work with Nikki and her husband to create a better situation, understanding and be feeling the power of the Holy Spirit in which they bring to completely fill their lives and fill his life with the joy of building something greater. This is not about ownership and transfer of ownership to them. This is about transfer of ownership to kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. I called this afternoon to see what time my surgery was scheduled for tomorrow. I asked Father, through the continued prayer for a kick in the head, I'd be careful with that one sometimes. <laughs> I've done that. That's like, whoops, thanks, Father, for telling me. Anyway, great comment. And not a whisper. I got That happens sometimes, for sure. I got one. Oh, I got one. I was not on the surgery schedule for tomorrow, April, in the ENT's office um, who does the scheduling, told me that she was told to cancel the surgery by the hospital case managers. She would not tell me why or when. No one canceled the surgery with me. Not 15 minutes later, April told the person in quality care management doing the investigation into my complaint that she has, was, had never rescheduled my surgery for tomorrow. The records will show that my surgery was rescheduled and whatever diabolical workings going on at the location will come to light as I instinctively recorded all of the calls. The truth will be exposed. To make a long story short, I believe God placed me in this situation to expose something at the hospital. When I walked my dog, God's message was clear. I was sent there for a purpose and not and not to have surgery. The sun rays shone down from the clouds, and it was evident to me that his will be done. God truly does move mountains and works in miraculous ways. I just thought those were those who prayed for me, just wanted to think, thought those who prayed for me would enjoy that God's ways of knows what's best and never fails us. A higher calling, almost normal. There's something here that, and this is about perspective and lenses of how we see the world. A higher calling, I'm just going to challenge you to consider the fact that maybe you don't need surgery and that may be a greater issue, that the miracles of changing the surgery may also be the power of you to take testimony to the miracles of healing. And I, I don't know the whole situation here. I do remember vaguely the prayer from last week, but... Father, we just want this ask it in this moment that regardless of where this current event is, that the true power of healing overcomes the a higher calling, that, that, that there, this hospital, as it now struggles with a complaint to try to figure out what why something was rescheduled, let us consider the fact that you may have been the hand that rescheduled the surgery, not darkness. So Father, we're just going to begin by this prayer here today, just to remind ourselves that we shouldn't always seek the negative that many times you do things and we have to have trust in you. There's a greater trust here in healing. A higher calling, a word for you is to look deep within yourself and discover if that healing has actually happened. And if so, to, be, to hear these words, that it may have been the hand of Father that changed your schedule because you don't need the surgery anymore. The hospital may itself be stunned and confused as they try to investigate things, and the process of investigation always brings in deeper understanding of who we are. Your presence there could be little more than just exposing that realization and that the true power of healing has overcome you as an example of what truly can happen, not by the hands of surgeons, but by the hands of the hospital, but the hands of God working through all things. So Father, we just ask for a deep clarity for a higher calling and we also declare massive healing over a higher calling without any need for hospitals, without any need for anything other than your hand. Guide her, protect her, and bless a higher calling in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. My friend Mike Davis' father, Leroy, is now out of the hospital. My friend Mike Davis' father, there we go, Leroy, is now out of the hospital. His mobility has been healed now, and he is getting around just fine. Thank you all for prayers. P.S. Sorry, Scott, sometimes I don't word... These prayers very well, and it, and they are hard to understand. I love you all. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I love you all here at Bars Nation. Mike and Leroy wanted me to you know, let everyone know at Bars know that they said thank you for the prayers, Jeffrey Jeffrey Edwards. That was that's really awesome. That was a prayer last week for Leroy, who was in the hospital and did not have had lost his mobility and was and was going downhill rapidly. Well, praise Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you for this amazing prayer report and thank you for Jeffrey to be bringing this to us in this update. Father, we just pray for a hedge of protection around Jeffrey Edwards and we pray for the the hedge of protection around Mike Davis's father, Leroy, as well as Mike. And just to say, you know, bless them, Father, and, and continue to restore their health in such a profound way and keep their health strong this is yet again a, a great miracle statement as to the power of healing through heaven and not through hospitals, which seem to be increasingly looking more like death camps. So, Father, and we, and we hope that this moment and we pray that this moment will have such a cra- fantastic effect on the hospital, that it will literally, literally transform hearts as to the miracle hand of true healing as they struggle to trying to understand what was wrong and suddenly restoration happens. To rescue, to heal, restore is yet another example here, Father. So we just declare absolute healing and we declare healing in the hearts of the people in the hospital to awaken their understanding that the greater hand of healing comes from you, not from their hand. In Christ Jesus' name. Good afternoon, Scott and Bart's family. My good friend Anna is close to death and in in desperate need of prayers. She had an accident that happened about two years ago which left her with severe brain damage and she lost all feeling in her body. She has slowly deteriorated since with her vision and hearing going out. Now she has lost... I have to stop just a second because I'm going to ask you all to take a pause and listen to what I'm going to say because I'm really feeling this right now. The only limitation to miracle healing is us, meaning that if we agree in the depths of our heart that all things are possible through him, all things will be possible through him. I say that because as I'm reading this, we, have to, we are, have to overcome the situations, and this isn't to the writer of this prayer. This is to who we are and how we've been conditioned. It's a very important word, so please hear. This is where we read these things. When we hear something of someone of this level of, of accident or in this state, We have been conditioned to believe that she's terminal. We have to immediately transform these narratives into she is rescuable. We need to be able to rescue and have that in our hearts. We need to be able to know that through Father God, we can heal and that through his hand, all things, all things are restorable. Rescue, heal, and restore. That's the word I'm gonna continue here, but I think it's a very important word to set context for all that we do today. There's something, we are moving to a new level here, all of us together, and we're literally stepping into the power, the true power of healing, which is centered on those three pillars, to rescue, to heal, to restore, and that we could be overcoming anything as, as, we, as long as we walk truly with the heart of Jesus and we lean into Father. So I'll continue. So she had a, she had an accident that happened about two years ago, which left her with severe brain damage and she lost all feeling in her body. She has slowly deteriorated deteriorated sense and with her vision with her vision and hearing going out. Now she has lost all her strength and and is bedridden un, unable to breathe. She says as she says it feels like there is a brick on her head and that the nerves in her are stretched and tight. If it gets worse, she may have to go to the hospital where she will be fed through a tube and her parents and guardians who are are pro-Big Pharma would make sure she is pumped full of drugs. She is trying to avoid this at all costs. About a year ago, she was also forced to take the vax against her will while in debilitated state by her parents and guardians and that this may be contributing to her deterioration. Deterioration. We pray for miraculous healing in the regards of this, so that she, her state doesn't worsen, and that her parents' eyes are open to what is happening. Thank you, Scott, and the prayer warriors. Astral Assassin. <laughs> I like that name. It's pretty good. Nice, nice screen name, by the way. Good. All right. Listen. This is this is a, such a great. I know. I know why God pulled this on me. I pulled this to my attention. And Astral Assassin. It's not, this is not a rebuke. I just want to use how we we tend to write prayers. We pray for miraculous healing in regards to this so her state doesn't worsen. Absolutely not. We pray for miraculous healing. and end, full stop. We pray for miraculous healing. We are going to, Father, we are, coming here today to pray for Anna. And we don't just want a, a little bit of like, mm, we'll take the, We'll take this, the, the, the peanut gallery seats. We want front row seats in the Miracle God right here. VIP tickets. Father, we, we are declaring an, a, a, a miraculous healing over Anna. This is a fighter. And Father, this is a moment where her transformation will transform others. She has been put down and she's been laid down. And so Anna, this is a word to you. Get up and walk and be healed. This is you now. All these stories that you've been laden with and burdened with, all of these things from the shot to the to the way the doctors are trying to tell you and, and be, no more. Get up, walk, and be healed. This is your new story. Step into the glory of the kingdom. Get Step into the power and the glory of the kingdom and know that Father God is with you. This is your choice now, breaking of chains. We are praying for a massive and deliberate breaking of chains from any of the narratives that are influencing and shaping this outcome by anything other than the hand of, of, our, of our God. Jesus, we're just asking your intervention here to place your hands on Anna, And we are praying and declaring supernatural healing over Anna. Hearing restored, vision restored. The strength of the body restored, the weight of the brick on her chest removed, the tightness in her head freed, the brain injury no more, healed, restored, to get up, walk and be healed and let this moment, Jesus, be so profound, let you be with her so to be witnessed by the family as you guide her up and let the family witness the power of supernatural healing and be stunned, to be transformed to this moment to then understand truly the power of love and let the chains that are binding them to the conventions of medical be broken, to let them have to witness the power of supernatural healing. Let Anna be yet another to give testimony into the world of the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of healing. And we declare supernatural healing, immediate and supernatural healing over Anna. In Christ of Anna and in Christ Jesus' name, we declare, amen. It's amazing to me truly is how we all do it. I have to catch myself all the time. We have been so deeply conditioned as a world. Again, this is not a rebuke, but we have been so deeply conditioned to the world to put the barriers before us. Instead of seeking the greatness of what heaven can provide, we tell God in our prayers what we're willing to accept as a minimum. We need to be telling God what we need as a maximum. And that means by opening things up and taking him out of a box. So if we're praying for some situation, be it financial, be it, be it resources for something, pray greater. And know that when you're praying greater, it's not for you, it's for us. Healing Anna is about healing all of us. And I think that's what's so profound about our prayers is it's not just one, it's the many. All through the body of Christ. Prayer requests for spiritual protection, and healing. Around 13 years ago, I was at a conspiracy convention, which means you're at a truth convention, where there was some, someone in the crowd handing out those these comic books to people there. I opened the comic book later that night, and it was all black and red. Characters in it had hypnotic eyes, and in all of the w- word bubbles, there were these satanic symbols in place uh, of where words should be. I got a bad feeling from it and I threw it away immediately. But ever since that moment, my life has gone downhill tremendously. I believe I was targeted by the enemy with some sort of black magic through the comic book. My health has deteriorated immensely ever since then. I feel like the life force is draining out of me and I am exhausted at all the time. It's very hard to think clearly and I feel like a darkness is following me around everywhere. In my dreams, I have been attacked by demonic entities that leave me with physical scars and stabbing pains all over my body as if I've been impaled by needles and knives. I pray for protection and that all the black magic spells that were placed upon me be broken so I can finally get my life back on track. Thank you, Scott. Bards, FM family. Truth. Truth. A word for you. You are right, you have been attacked by demonic. This is, we're gonna do a deliverance here in a moment. But you need to understand that the way these demons work, they gave you something that you believed. You accepted the contract that they were attacking you. You accepted the contract that there was something dark and evil in that book. And the fear that that put within you opened the door for evil to take hook. This is how evil works. We allow evil to rule us. And all it takes to break this is to proclaim Jesus. Through Jesus, all things are possible. Through our savior, all, things are, all chains are broken. And that's where we have to have a greater confidence. This is what I talked about in my own healing, that ultimately we have to take authority over this. Our prayers will be for this today. But truly, to speak to you, screen name truth, this is now a choice like we have in all things, a choice to be set free, a choice to break the chains that you've allowed to be set in. So Jesus, we're just praying right now for a hedge of protection around truth, understanding that when these sorts of attacks happen, they can be overwhelming and it's difficult for us to sever from from those chains that take hold and penetrate into our mind. We begin with a prayer of protection with a helmet of salvation and the armor of God to completely fill truth and truth to step in and place that armor of God around you, the helmet of salvation upon you. And to know truly that with that, nothing can get through you, but you have to have the strength within you to turn to Jesus first and to break the chains of this. Truth, you need to speak the words Jesus into the world. You need to proclaim Jesus as your Savior. You need to humble yourself before him and ask for repentance and equally stand and proclaim yourself as a child of the Most High. Father, we surround truth with a powerful hedge of protection and flow the power of Heavenly Spirit from heaven to earth to fill him, to swell in with with truth and to heal and backfill all of the voids that are left as the demonic leeches are cut free. Father, you've given us such a powerful testimony of our walk here, our walk of choice, our walk of who we truly believe, our walk of where we put our fear, our walk of whom we serve. And unfortunately, in the world in which we live, we are constantly reminded of this great fear and evil of darkness. It is nothing. It has no command over us. It has no hold over us, for we are overcomers. We are the children of the Most High. And though we may face challenges, Let us always be reminded in our heart that we are of you and there's nothing in this world that we cannot overcome. Embrace this sword that Father is giving you. Open your eyes and speak to Jesus. Have that conversation candidly to feel the power of the Holy Spirit that's now placed within your right hand. And raise that spirit up and now break the chains as we pray to have chains broken and bonds broken. And we rebuke any of the influences of demonic that are around you. Those, that hedge of protection is built with the blood of Jesus and there can be no more influences by the spiritual realm. This, this child of the most high is now off limits. Any of your whispers can no longer be heard, but what remains is within you, truth, the scars of what was, those are echoes, those are memories of a story that no longer exists. You must change that story. We rebuke that story and we pray into the power of the healing and the Holy Spirit within your heart raise up, walk tall, lift that sword of the Holy Spirit and crush that negative that's before you to embrace the glory of kingdom that stands in front of you and the doors are now open. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Scott and Bart's family. Humbly ask for prayers for my daughter's friend, Courtney. She was found unconscious by her teenage daughter and life flighted to the hospital. her heart stopped now she is on a vent and in a coma they are not sure what is the damage to her brain my daughter and her friend have prayed over her and now god can bring their friend out of and know that god can bring their friend out uh, out of this to continue to be loving to continue to be a loving mother of her three children i'm sorry i'm just trying to keep track of the, the people so i don't get this wrong Teenage daughter, life lighted, her heart stopped. Okay, they are not sure they should damage her brain. My daughter and her friend have prayed over her and know that God can bring their friend out of this, out of this to continue to be the loving mother of, of her three children. Also, requesting prayer for my expecting daughter. They are lovers of Jesus. They have long awaited, for this gift. They have so lovingly given their hearts and care for the foster children and now be blessed by it with a baby ready to come into this world. However, as I have shared much information about childhood vaccinations, praying for God to open the hearts to the dangers, not sure they what they plan. This precious baby is due this month. She is not jabbed and will not get a jab. God bless you, I guess you, Scott and Bar's Nation. Terry Winterstellar. Well, Father, we just pray for a rest a miracle healing here. Not sure what the origins of this heart attack are. Unfortunately, we live in a time when heart attack and collapse seem to become a new normal. And we know that the part of that attack is to go right for you. That our heart is the bridge to heaven, and it's the voice where your voice speaks to us. So, Father, we're asking that you breathe in life. To breathe in life, Yahweh, to breathe in life into Courtney, and that in that, in that, the full restoration of the breath to fill her and let her breathe in and breathe out your name. For your name is breath. And Jesus, we just ask and declare healing over Courtney in a miraculous way as we, we see hands on and your presence there to restore her to her fullness. Whatever has caused this, whatever darkness has caused this problem with the heart, the heart is now healed. And we declare miraculous and incredible healing to fill her fully, and to restore her fully to her capacity as a young mother and someone who has this, and to find the greater strength as she comes through this in understanding the origins of this healing, the power of prayer, the power of of the Holy Spirit, the power of of Jesus and the loving Father. And we declare this healing in Christ Jesus' name, Amen. And Father, for the discussion about the new one coming into this world. We just pray for a blessing of blessings of heaven to come around this child as this new child enters the world. And may this hedge of protection be so strong that there will be no attempts to poison this child's body with the suicide shots that they give to every child now. There's a wisdom here, Terry, to be shared. And this is on you to do. And that wisdom is that home birth it seems to be a message here. Home birth, away from the hospitals. There's a part of choice in which we don't always have choice, but education knowledge is critical that we must share. There must be a confidence when we speak to people, and this is, Terry, this is a word for you, that when we speak into them, that we're relying on the Holy Spirit to share the knowledge that we know that's burdening our heart so that we don't come across Anything other than the way God wants us to. Many times that what we say that we think we're saying isn't heard right. Many times when, when God tells us what to say, it seems like it's not going to have any effect when, it cha- in fact, it will change a world. So lean into him as the truth, which seems to be at the center of your prayer for this newborn. A concern for whether the parents will be aware. That's a process that we must share and walk together, pray together. And so, Father, we pray for this family. We pray for a hedge of protection around this family. We pray for the powerful blessings of this newborn to be brought into this world and be, a, be at a transformational moment. They will also build the bonds between the foster children and this newborn to be able to bring both of them to a greater love. And there is something there that the, the devil's already trying to work. So we, we rebuke it, and we place a hedge of protection around the foster child. And if it's more than one, then, then children. The devil's going to want to put a wedge between the, the newborn and the foster children. We, we rebuke that. We, we place a hedge of protection around this entire family, and we expel out any of the demonic influence. Instead, we fill their hearts full to truly show the power of love of the Holy Spirit for both, that as this new one comes into the world, let this new one be an inspiration of greater love for that which they have brought into their home to care for. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. This is an update on my mother-in-law. This is from C.L. Klein. Her stitches were removed yesterday, and she started bleeding profusely and was taken by ambulance to the hospital. They re-stitched it closed, and it is swelling. The trauma team just came in and are reopening the wound. They have decided to admit her in for observation to attempt to get the bleeding stopped. If they cannot get it to stop, she will have to have surgery. We are still with one car. My mother-in-law is half an hour away and unsure what the plans are going forward. Thank you, C.L. Klein. All things are placed before us in this life. As a fallen world, we have challenges that are put before us that are not punishments. They're part of life. And in that process, we have the command and power to overcome in many capacities in many ways. There's something here with Stale Climbs, there's a word here, and it's, it's a word of, and I'm, I'm going to do my best to articulate this because I can see it, but it's hard to speak it. Essentially, you have to turn to him in all things and not be burdened by the negative and the impossible type odds. The stories that we tell are always about barriers. Start talking about chain breaking. The stories that we tell are about walls that are put before us. Start talking about doors that are opening. Seek him and have and seek his doors that are opening. The challenges you're facing right now with your mother-in-law, we pray for a hedge of protection around her. We pray for a supernatural healing. And that, Father, whatever is causing this swelling and this bleeding, we we, we, we are going to stop this. Hands above her, hands on her. Jesus, we ask for your presence there. And we declare healing in a supernatural way that whatever is causing this, the healing will stop, the healing will will begin, the bleeding will stop, there are no more bleeding, the swelling will go down, and we see this supernatural healing occurring. There's something there that's precipitating this, it's almost like a parasitic piece here, and so we're playing as well for the cleansing and and the cleansing of the body to expel that out so that the body can begin to its ability to restore itself in such a miraculous way. And C.L. Klein, don't be burdened by what's before you. These challenges are there as a part of strengthening the heart and the walk in Christ. You carry a lot of weight for your family. And so you have to be able to lift them all up and have faith and trust in a positive way. It's not the burden of the walk. It's the joy that we have in each and every step and breath because the joy is there. Turn your eyes to Christ in a deeper way. Hear the power of the Holy Spirit. Let it flow within you and be truly, as he expects, the overcomer in a place where things seem impossible, all things become possible through him. In Christ Jesus' name. I am being sifted like wheat. Prayers for his Holy Spirit to reign triumphant in this situation with my grandson and my ex, the father of my daughter who is taking over this trip. I paid to have him here with me for a week. Please, Jesus, show your mercy. I don't deserve your grace, but where I go, you go. Abba, I adore you always and forever, Kit Kat. We are all worthy. So Kit Kat, this word is to you, and we are all worthy. And this is the problem of these narratives that we tell ourselves we are unworthy and therefore look to God as if it's some sort of punishment. It is not. God doesn't want us to be punished. He isn't a father of, of retribution. He's a father of joy and glory. And so in this time, there's the same thing I've shared with you before. We share it here again today. Sit and be still and know that I am God. You're moving a lot, constantly on the run. What are you running from? Breathe and relax and sit and be still and know that I am God. And with this, as things move, these will these doors will open. Whatever this issue is, Father, we we whatever this complication is here, we once again have. There's obviously lots of pieces here that only you can see that in the clarity of this moment. So, Father, what we're truly praying for is the center point of all of this discussion, which is the grandson. Why are we playing tug of war over a grandson? This is a child that needs love, not to be put between the the throes of ancient rifts. So, Father, our hedge of protection is around the grandson. That the wiser hearts will prevail here to understand that this is not a game with a child for egos. And that whatever is pulling these out, whether it's fears, anxieties, dislike for one another, Father, we break those chains. We break those chains of animosity, of challenge, of competition. We break those chains. And and that is a word, Kit Kat, to break the chains of competition. That goes to your roots, and you know exactly what I'm speaking to. Break the chains of competition. Slow the roll. And then sit and be still to know that I am God. And so here we are, Father, in a profound place where a child now needs to be rescued. You show us constantly these meanings of rescue, heal, and restore. We need to rescue this child from the throes of two people, whatever their role, so that those two people can come together and do what's best for the love of the child, not one or the other, but to find the healing between them because the healing between them provokes glory in kingdom. We pray for a hedge of protection around this entire family. We rebuke any of the demonic influence to put competition between people. We break the chains that bind them to wanting to see doing better one over the other as a competition, and we free the child from this moment to set this child before the throne as a heavenly gift, protected by Jesus himself. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers up. Mary All-In is headed into her school board meeting and in need of our prayers. Heavenly Father, bless Mary and her efforts to do your will. May your words come through her as your mighty warrior. May those trying to thwart, obfuscate, obfuscate, I did it wrong, obfuscate, and malign your teachings for your children be bound up. May their tongues be tied I like these types of prayers. This is good. May their tongues be tied in knots, Father. No matter where, no matter their agenda, it comes from them as Your will, Your words, and Your decisions. May their voices cast votes and Your desire for the for the children. May they be astounded that their words are coming out as Yours. May Your light shine upon them and the war and warm their hearts that they truly know you are in charge and that you will raise their hand to vote your way. Let them know your presence and grace. Father, spread a blanket of your love over the meeting and protect those doing your will. Father, we love you and we wish your will be done. Let the entire school board be all in and, with, with at, and you at the head of the table, Father. I ask these blessings for your children in Jesus' holy name. Father, amen, almost normal. <laughs> I, l- I don't know where we get these screen names. Almost normal. <sighs> I like it. It's teasing you. It's all good. You're you're more normal than like a, about 99% of the world that walk out here with their heads up their tailpipe. So God bless you, almost normal. All right, listen, this is great. A couple things here that Father's just been nicking me on. And it's just a reminder. Um, The most powerful transformational moment is for people to witness themselves for whom they have been worshiping and the consequences of that in their life. And we're going to pray into this because when we are, we have to be careful and I'm not making any rebuke here. Uh, We all do it. As we pray for people to be led by father, they need to be transformed in their heart, not directed and engineered like puppets. Because remember, we have free will. I mean, i would tell you, I'd like nothing more than to like see a bolt of lightning and shock every one of these people, turn them into little dustbins, or better yet, like have them suddenly, like their arms just lift up from the table, and it's like, I vote yes, and they're looking at their hand and wondering, what in the heck just happened? That's kind of black magic, white magic stuff, and we ought to be careful of that. When we pray, is all I'm saying. Our prayers and tools that we give are tr- profound. The authorities that we are given are incredible, and we do have the ability to transform the world and heal. Principal issue here. What are we healing? That's the question. And what we're healing here, which is amazing, is healing the hearts. These school board members, for whatever reasons, have been taken over by a darkness. It's a wound. So, Jesus, we're just praying right now in just a powerful healing of the hearts of these school board members. And We know that that healing can happen so instantaneously as they witness the power of who you are, the incredible love which you can pour upon them and shower around them to where they truly realize what they have been missing. Somewhere in this path, each of these people have been guided to believe that their power and this idea of destroying children is of a proper order. That's the, that's the father of lies. And it's a world that walks without the root in the Holy Spirit or anchored in the rock of faith. A world that has turned their eyes away from Father God and instead turned their eyes towards me, self, and a world that's left without the relationship and the root of who we are. A root that goes through you, Jesus, through Christ to the Father. So we are praying in this moment, Jesus, to make your presence known to each of them, no matter where the state of the school board is right now, whether this vote has happened or not happened, it's it can all be transformed and will be transformed. We pray for you to make your presence known, to show them an incredible power of love of kingdom, the compassion that you have for each and every one of us, the incredible transformation that each one of us feels when we touch you. Let them witness this and let them witness this in a profound way to be able to balance their world and a view to realize what they're doing and what they're accountable for and what this will lead them to and what they've been missing in their life in the deeper love of children every one of these school board members is wounded and broken from a child level they have been damaged whether it's been molested whether it's been some sort of convincing them through college that, that they've been that their parents are the problem whether it's been a dormitory or sorority fraternity rape, something has happened to these people that has left them traumatized. Hatred for the father, daddy issues, trauma with the mom, conflict with friends, unable to see that they are truly valuable. And in the process of losing their own value, each of them has turned away from you and turned into the instrument of, I'm not gonna let that happen to a child by my hand because I'm gonna let a child do what it needs to do regardless of parents. They have lost the value and love of family. So our Father, we just pray into this powerfully. And Jesus, ask for your presence to be shown, to be revealed to them the true power of love through a family of Father. And to let that moment be so profound that there can be no denying who is God. From there, they must make their choice and they will be held accountable to that moment in choice. And let that be clear. And we declare this moment as a profound moment of transformation of the heart and healing of the heart to break the chains of what they thought was Right, when in fact it was the instruments of the father of lies guiding them into the pits of hell and with them trying to take the most precious of all gifts, the children, and let them see truly, Jesus, the consequence of doing damage to the little ones, but not in a sort of a vision of horror, but in the powerful of love of what they've been missing and trying to harm. Let that weigh heavily upon their heart to break the chains and leave them with a choice of before you, or in the like of fire with him. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray for Haley, for Haley. Lord, I pray that she would have a massive encounter with the Holy Spirit. I pray that a hedge of protection would be placed around her and that the lies of the enemy would be immediately silenced. By the authority given to me by Christ Jesus at the cross, I command that each and every evil entity would be immediately bound and gagged forever, only able to utter the the utter that Jesus is Lord. I like that line. It's one of my favorite lines. I command that they would be immediately placed at your feet, Lord Jesus, for judgment. I pray for that that the true Christians would be would put be put into Haley's path and that the truth of Jesus would resonate in her heart and she would hear the truth of the gospel every day. I pray that she would soften her heart to to you, Lord, and that she and that the lies of this would be revealed to her. Lord, we know and respect the decisions in is hers and hers alone, but I pray that the scales would be balanced. I pray through this spiritual healing, Haley would also be healed physically. Lord Jesus, I love you, praise you, and give you the glory in Christ Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, Keith Jacks. Great prayer. Father, we are... Not knowing the full extent of what Haley's dealing with, what we do know is that she this is a wounded heart, and so much of what pivots around our lives are wounded hearts. Jesus, this is a place that we're asking for your presence. We know that we've, we've, we've prayed for you for you to have a, a reveal, and this is one we think we're asking, not think but asking for you to do to take Haley and to present yourself before her to let her understand the power of love. We use love so casually. We use love as such a a flippant word like we're supposed to hug each other, kiss each other, hold hands. We just miss the power of the of the love of kingdom, an overwhelming transformative force that no evil can ever withstand. A deep compassion, a firmness of hand, a joy an accepting, a forgiving. And may this overwhelm Haley. As we always say, choice is ours, but we really know this in our heart, that there are very few in this world that would not choose love. And that's something that even in our hearts we have to take on, that we have created parts of these problems because we seek to look at others as impossible. When you look at them as restoring a soul back to heaven. So, Father, wherever Haley is, and Jesus, wherever Haley is, just ask that you'll make yourself present and give her the experience of the overwhelming and consummative, incredible love of kingdom to see your face and to know that she's valued. She's not broken, she's not unworthy, but she's worthy worthy of heaven, worthy of the gift of life. And may that fill her and and overwhelm her. And Father, we declare incredible healing in the heart, a transformative way to where we don't need people in her path, that would be wonderful, but it will be people that she chooses to be around that will start to bring and walk with her in this beautiful walk towards Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Since the prayer request the labor stopped until this morning. Update. The boy has started down the birth canal again. We don't know what that means for him and his or his sister who are at this time was in the womb. We have not heard an update. Father God, if this is your will, we pray that they are headed, healed, and the mother is able to birth two healthy children. The first prayers worked as the doctor said it was a miracle, and he had never had this happen. Thank you. Steve DeMarius. DeMarius. I hope I got your name wrong. I mean, I hope I got your name right. Sorry. I didn't mean to get your name wrong. Father, we're talking about the little ones again. And we begin by just praise and thank you for the first miracle that has happened to help keep them within the womb. This seems like, again, a conflict of something that's probably deep almost a a fight between heaven and earth, between a fight between Lucifer and heaven. And so we we place a hedge of protection around this mother and we rebuke any of the demonic influences and not just rebuke them, but your chains are, are broken and severed. That you have no influence here and by the name of Jesus our Lord and the blood of the cross, anything that you do going forward will bind you forever to speak the words Jesus is Lord and you will be cast to his feet for him to do as you, as he wishes with you. Father, we just ask for a presence of healing angels to overwhelm this mother and these two young ones in her womb and to hold her and to protect her and whatever's going on, whether it's a body issue or whether it's simply something dark that's trying to cause a difficulty with this birth. May this struggle in birth strengthen these children for through trials we become greater. And may she be overwhelmed with the joy and comfort and no fear to know that heaven has got this. Father, be at your will. We understand that there's parts about this that may not go as we expect or would like. But nonetheless, our greatest prayer and declaration today is that the children are protected, that their lives are protected, and that these become two children of the kingdom. As we so need those in, that are, come here with a message from heaven to be protected and to be delivered safely into the world. However that happens, Father, however you see it as your will, our declaration is for the beauty, joy, and protection of the little ones, to truly protect them in this womb, to have them grow to full maturity, and then to have come into this world, even with the trials right now, to know that the glory of God yourself, Father, has protected them all the way through to the arrival into this world. And Jesus we just ask that you can just make yourself present again. Not just present to the mother, but present to the children. To know what this struggle is about and the importance of this birth. Bless them and guide them. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'm in need of physical healing. Please pray in Jesus' name that to take away my chronic pain. I had a life-changing surgery last year and I'm still trying to recover from it. Thank you, Jenny. Father, pain has deep roots. And unfortunately, when we go through pain, we often water those roots to strengthen them more than we don't intend to. Father, we're praying right now for Ginny. And what we're praying for is healthy roots. To the core of whatever this is that's causing the pain that we're now pouring in of just bucket loads of love and transformative healing, the power of heaven to transform. We place a hedge of protection around Ginny and we fill that hedge of protection fully and declare healing from heaven to earth, the Holy Spirit just to consume her heart and consume her body. Ginny, you have to make the choice to be, to take the authority over pain. Remember, this pain is not of you and it's not of Father. Ask him to take it away. And that sounds simple, but it's much deeper than that. We have to turn to Father and say, this is not my pain. Take it away. And we have to live that process each and every day. Whatever these burdens are of pain, whatever that influence is, our bodies were never designed to be painful. So that's obviously something dark that has come in. And so we break those chains of pain. We rebuke that pain. And any demonic that's around, we are rebuking you and your influence upon Jenny going forward. That just This child of God is no longer in your touch. And Jenny, we just pray for a powerful, restorative and immediate healing with your body. And we declare that in Christ Jesus' name. And Father, we just see a powerful healing fill Jenny to free her from the chains of the past, to free her from the the narrative of pain, and to step into a world where this is a restorative moment in body, to overcome this life-changing surgery that now becomes exactly what she needs to life-change into a new body through Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please keep us in prayer as I'm heading to the Middle East in a couple of months, S-A-R-G, in Nepa. This one came from chat the other night. So Father, not knowing the details, but that doesn't matter because we have enough to know that you'll, you know what all this is about. These are difficult times and challenging times, and so for whatever the reasons that are taking Sarge of nipa to the Middle East, Father, we, we're praying for a shield and a sword, an uh, armor fully from top to bottom, an armor even with the, that's strong from helmet to toe. That as Sarge of of, of nipa in Nepa heads to the Middle East, let him carry truly the power. Of the love of Jesus and the mightiness of the sword of truth and the sword of the Spirit. Protect him with the hedge of protection and guide him in his path. May his encounters be that of the light of Christ. May he build bridges and not sever paths. And may his presence and conversations that he have enlighten and inspire those to seek the word and to truly be led. To the love of our, of our Savior, Jesus, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for Charlotte, a 16-year-old brave girl who had a C-section yesterday and delivered her daughter, Alice, six weeks early. Charlotte is a brave, strong Christian and daughter of a friend of mine, Beth, non-GMO human. Father, this is one of these great moments that there's obviously love around this young girl. And she's now done the thing that we talk so often about. I, just speaking from what we understand in our culture, the tendency for someone of this age is to have an abortion. And this is a young girl who chose not to. That She's brought a child into this world, which is truly a blessing. Father, we pray a hedge of protection, and declare a hedge of protection around Charlotte. Jesus, we just are asking you now to step in and put your hands on this child and your hands on this mother, and we're praying for incredible and supernatural transformation in these moments. A child that is six weeks young, out of the womb, Is a child now that will be mighty. We feel and see the blood of Christ touch that child in such a profound way that it will stun those around them of how well this child is doing, how strong this child is becoming. And this child will become a testimony yet again into the world of the glories of the love of a kingdom and the love of you, Jesus. For this young mother in a traumatic moment, C-sections cannot be easy. We pray supernatural healing over her. That, that wound, that that cut that was made to release this child into the world, we pray incredible healing, so rapid and so incredible, doctors don't even know. And may the love of this child fill Charlotte so deeply. And no matter what obstacles are now before her, Jesus, we just pray that all that she needs, the resources from heaven, the love from heaven, fill her. May, the, may she be surrounded by love angels and equally. May the sentries of the war angels' place be sent around her to protect her from the hands of the evil ones. This edge of protection is done with the blood of Christ, and no demons have any space or dominion here. You come near her, she is off limits, and anything you do to try to affect her will immediately bind you forever in eternity to speak the words, Jesus, our Lord, and Jesus is my Lord, and Jesus, we put before you these demons to do with them as you wish. May this child and this mother be an example of overcoming and blessed by you, Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dear Bart's family, I have some friends who have some deep problems. They are Europeans living in another country trying to avoid the jab. First, Anna and her son Joseph believe that Anna's ex and Joe's dad cast a black magic spell on them both. This was about ten years ago. They have been looking for a shaman to help them. They don't want to hear about Jesus and how he can set them free. They are doing pretty well, and a couple of weeks ago they lost all their all the money they had that was in crypto. It sounds like it was kind of a hustle, but they had but they had everything in it. They are considering going to the Netherlands, where she could be, get she could get a pension. I see a much deeper issue here, and I know Father has has helped for them. They are not seeing anything clearly. There has been health issues and depression with this spell. There are the second friends I have heard about recently that lost everything in cryptocurrency. God has something so much better for them. Thank you so much for your prayers. Penelope. You know, the crazy part about black magic, is it's what we accept. The words they speak are very profound and powerful because they get into our brain and get into our thinking. And then we allow that, as I said previously, to guide us. And that's where the spell takes effect. It clouds us. It literally leads us astray. And it always happens because ultimately, we either don't have a relationship with Christ, we don't have armor up, and we allow that confidence of the spell giver to overcome us when in fact nothing can overcome our father and we are of him. Father, we declare a moment of deliverance around this family. Anna and her son. Joseph, profound name. Father, this hedge of protection is placed around them to sever and break the ties and chains of any influence from the dark side. This black magic spell, as they see, this is part of what's gotten into their mind for them to believe and worship a false idol. So we rebuke any of that spell upon their lives. And this hedge of protection built with the blood of Jesus will make it impossible for any of those words to penetrate. Anything that comes near them now echoes off. But what sits within is in the heart. Jesus, they're seeking a shaman. And so much of the reason for that, as we well know, is Christianity in the modern world speaks a dead religion. Shamans offer healing and can produce healing even though it may not be of the right kind. We are praying for a supernatural experience and let us be the deliverers of that supernatural experience today, Jesus. Let this mother and son experience these prayers greater than any shaman can give. Whatever hocus pocus the shamans are doing, that is now severed. They have no influence over this mother and child. That is is now broken, those chains are broken. And so we are praying now for a supernatural experience. That experience is centered on love, and Jesus, we're asking for your presence to be shown, whether in dream or in physical form, to make your face known to this mother and this child, in an undeniable experience a moment, to fill them both truly with the power of the Holy Spirit, to heal the heart and the wound, to take away the fear, and to be without question that the shaman has nothing in their lives that can compare to the mightiness of our Father and this heaven. The issues of dealing with crypto. This is one of these Ponzi scheme games of trying to move here, move there, trying to stay out of the way. They're running. They're on the run. And whatever's caused them to be on the run, We're praying for a supernatural presence moment of so overwhelming with love and the power of kingdom that there is no question in their hearts anymore from this moment forward. Who is the provider? Who is the strength? And what it is to walk within Father God fearlessly. Let that overcome them in such an incredible way that their lives are transformed and that gives them the true choice of whom they shall serve. And in the process to know that the chains of of their ex that is apparently casting these foolish spells. I rebuke him. In fact, I engage him directly, Jesus, in your name, that these spells cannot be cast upon anyone anymore, that you are bound and, and gagged, that you are now have a hedge of protection of heaven around you that now leads it. Every time you cast a spell, it will reflect it back upon you. Your powers are removed and rebuked, and I say these things in Christ Jesus' name. And I say that as a chain breaker, and I speak this moment with all the prayer warriors behind me, that your spells are broken. You have no more power. They are stripped from you. And you become little more than a carniac at a fair. You have no dominion here in the dominion of this world where we declare authority as the children of the Most High. And those who of you have you tried to influence and subdue under your influence are now set free. Those chains are broken. And Jesus, your presence here in an incredible way as we see your hands wrapping around this mother and this this child. Let them be filled with the power and confidence of love, the glory that that fills us to heal them, to take away their free, and to truly set them free with eyes to see you and then make the choice to be with you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please, you can... Could You you could put my wife back on the prayer list. She is pregnant about six weeks in and is already having complications. Bars prayed for her last week, and I'm asking, please, for continued prayers. We are not sure if she is miscarrying again or not, but prospects are not looking well. This would be our 13th miscarriage please, and thank you guys so much for what you do. I appreciate you, Scott, for bringing this prayer to the mass nations. Thank you, the Lord. Thank the Lord. Someone is listening. Brody K. Brody, God's always listening. You're never alone. And so that's part. I, I, I can't speak to the 13 miscarriages. It sounds pretty, it sounds devastating. And I'm. I think we start with just Brody to hear us. As Barge Nation, our hearts pour out for you. And so, Jesus, I think the place we begin here is, is the heart of the healing. Jesus, we need your blood here to heal a deep wound, a wound of someone who so seeks to have a child that for 13 times that that child has not been able to bring into this world. The determination of these two people is incredible. Father, Father please hear our prayers, and we come to the throne before you truly, humbly, and we declare him and proclaim and plead that this child that is now here, let this be the child that comes into this world. Jesus, we need your hands of healing to lay over this mother, and our prayers and hedge of protection surround this family, and may they be filled with the Holy Spirit And whatever is influencing this, whatever darkness or evil that lurks, those chains are now broken and rebuked, and the blood of Christ encircles his family as a hedge of protection to prevent any influences from the outside. Our hearts weep for this sort of pain, and yet we are so empowered by the determination of two people to bring a child into this world. Father, we pray for that blessings for them and we declare a blessing upon them as we bring this to your feet at the throne. Here are our prayers. Let this mother be strong and overcome with the joy and love of the confidence of knowing that this child will arrive. May the, the angels fill her and, and surround her and nurture that child and protect it. And may the war angels sit post and guard to ensure that this child is delivered. May the fears and trepidations in the heart which are normal to be expected after this many attempts be assuaged. And Jesus, may your hand of love fill them with the joy of what the miracles of this moment will be. And may we see the blessings of a newborn brought into this world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We have a prayer for Tom Renz and his wife. And this comes from the Resistance Chicks. And to what I understand... Tom's wife, Thomas Wren's attorney, who is also, uh, we're going to do two prayers with this. One is for he and his wife, and then we're going to follow with a prayer for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Thomas Wren's wife has cancer. And we know what we do with cancer. We rebuke it and we heal it. With this are coming a lot of medical complications and costs. So... Tom is also carrying an enormous weight, and I think these two things go hand in hand. That the weight that he's carrying to try to ward off this evil, that's trying to take away our lives and pursue us with this shot, it just seems, it doesn't seem ironic to me at all that his wife now has become under under attack. Keep in mind that Tom is the attorney that would keep his door unlocked and open in his community because he had that much comfort and safety in his home. Unfortunately, I think that metaphor is profound here because I think the enemy has found a way in to get to Tom through his wife. Father God, as the warriors of Christ, we speak this day. We declare a hedge of protection around Tom Renz's home and his family. Father, we place this this hedge of protection with the blood of Christ. And at the outer edge of these walls, we place the warrior angels, to protect and defend and to keep these demonic attacks away. Any influence within this family that has been placed upon them, any influences are now broken, whether intended, implied, by action, whatever, these contracts with the demonic are now severed. Those chains are broken. And Father, we just pray for a renewal of, of energy upon Tom, to over an overwhelming renewal of a man who is seeking you a man who is loving Jesus, a man who is struggling with a weight of a nation. And may that flow of love and power and compassion that comes from the people that know what he's doing and from heaven to earth, may it overwhelm Tom, raise him up and truly be a truly mighty warrior of renewed strength within the kingdom. My father, we also know he loves his wife and the enemy has found a foothold a foothold that at this moment we now rebuke and those chains are severed and that enemy has no more influence upon Tom or his family. And Father, we pray for miracle healing, immediate and miracle healing. We don't pray, we declare miracle and immediate healing upon Tom's wife. Whatever the symptoms are of cancer, they're now rebuked. They're pushed out and we just watch the flow of the Holy Spirit flow through her and cleanse all of those parasitic attacks from her. We pray for complete and declare complete restoration of the body to give her strength and mightiness again, to be completely healed from any influence of this cancer. Father, we declare this as a miracle moment. A moment that will be used as testimony, as we know Tom does so well. A moment that will be used as a testimony for the world to remind the world that it's not just what we do, it's how we believe and how we pray and the power and ultimately of all of this comes from you. The power of victory comes from heaven. So Father, we pray for this blessing to pour down from heaven to earth in a moment where the values in Tom's life are really being reset as he fights for the world. We now fight for him and his wife and his family. Father, may this healing be immediate. May this healing, healing be miraculous. May this healing be unmistakable that it's you. We place this before the throne. We plead this with our heart. And we declare this in the authorities given to us in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we have a prayer today for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who just went through a difficult time with the Ohio Board of Retards that have tried to suspend her license indefinitely. This prayer is for Sherry. And this is one of these moments that truly the anchor and that we must place our feet on the rock of faith has to be solid. That we are, these actions that we go through are not often about us, but they're about something greater. And Sherry's been walking. You've had her walking, Father, in an amazing path to to show people hope. And that is a heavy walk and a heavy burden to carry. But we're praying truly today the transformation of a heart, to let go of the expectations of the material world, to turn truly to you and understand that everywhere we are, when we take authority within our own heart over this in accepting ourselves fully within Jesus, and none of this that they come at us can touch us, Unfortunately, events like this can have a lingering effect, that we can go through the, 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 these events where we're being judged by human hands. We can have the strength in the moment, but that can trickle off as we go forward. Let that not be the case here, Father. Jesus, we just ask for a profound and immediate, powerful presence to reveal your face to, she, to Sherry, to transform that heart to such a powerful heart of Jesus. That everything stepping forward here is a step of joy, a step of love, a step of compassion and excitement to finding a way over through around this obstacle, knowing that you will provide, you will guide, and that all things will be overcome. And may the impact of these words spoken, which were once again intended to hurt the heart, to diminish the authorities, and to degrade the person, may those chains be broken. And for all those on that board that were hand-meat puppets of the deep state, Jesus, we ask for something important here. Not asking for judgment. Not in the way we normally think. We're asking for your presence to be revealed to each one of them so that they can witness what they're part of and whom this world is actually created by. That they can witness the true power of of a love of Jesus, to question and realize whom they've been serving and what they've missed, to let this be a testimony and truly a presence in moment of where they stand and what their choices are ahead of them, that they must now choose to serve you and serve the kingdom or suffer the consequences of a life that they continue. To remind them of what this world is truly about, not what they're trying to make it to be. We say these things in the blessings of Christ Jesus. Amen. Good morning. I am asking for prayers for my father. My dad, is, my dad he is 75 years old, had a stroke 16 years ago in which he lost his ability to talk and he has, was the sole provider for him and his wife. My dad never recovered from this and has gone into a slow and deep depression because of it because he feels no sense of worth anymore. Last weekend, he tried to kill himself by pointing a shotgun at his neck and tried to pull in the trigger three times. Thank goodness there was no ammunition in the house. My stepmom has been working to try to get him into an assisted living facility, which is happening today. My family has been distant. I'm in the middle of I am the middle child of five children. I messaged my brothers and sisters last week and the only one that went to see him was my youngest sister and her husband. I have four brothers and sisters. I am originally from Wisconsin and I moved to Florida almost 15 years ago. I have been one of the only two people that has had consistent contact with my dad since he had the stroke. I call him every Sunday to encourage him to talk. I am the middle child of five. And my youngest I and my youngest sister are the only ones that have consistent contact with him since the stroke happened. Today, my dad is being moved into an assisted living facility and is and is not happy about it. He is unable to express how he feels because he lost the ability to talk to the, because of the stroke. He was what they call ex- expressive aphasia. This means he hears in his head that he's talking correctly, but it does not come out clearly. If you know my dad, he used to have the gift of gab and that has been a major factor in his depression. I spoke with him this morning and I can just tell by his gestures or words that he is very depressed and doesn't want to do this. My youngest sister is on her way to pick him up and take him to the assisted living home. I ask for prayers of strength and clarity to be sent to him. And for his purpose and reason, to live for life to be restored. For him to have a purpose in moving forward in life, and that this may be a good thing for him to, and get him out of depression. I ask for prayers to be sent to my family for them to, to be there for their dad and realize that he is going through and prayers of unity. My family has drifted apart over the, in the last 10 years. I pray for unity to be restored by my family. Thank you, Lisa O. Oh. This is a vicious attack by the enemy. Father, we know that you placed the father of the family as the kingpin, the keystone in strength, especially when you've given a family a strong father. And for whatever reasons, this man has been attacked, and the voice of that the family was caring, needing, uniting, has been quite silenced. This is such a metaphor of the world that we currently live in, that as we silence the voice of the Father, the children go astray. Father, there's an amazing heart here with Lisa O. Oh. A heart of love and compassion, a heart of humility to being able to Take such care for her father and whatever has caused the children to go astray, the cat in the cradle. This is time to break those chains. Father, we begin with a hedge of protection around this family, a hedge of protection that establishes an impossible boundary for evil to have any more foothold here. Those chains of evil are now broken. And the healing needs to go to the root. Father, we pray for a deep and powerful healing that will go to the root of this pain and injury of their father. And with the authorities given to us, we declare a supernatural healing for this father, an immediate and transformative healing that will give his voice back. But deeper to that, Jesus, we're asking for your presence. These dark moments, when we open the door to taking our life is like a floodgate for evil to come in. And so we need a hedge of protection around this father, a protective place. We need war angels at the gate. We need heavenly healing angels to fill his heart. We need the Holy Spirit to overwhelm him. And we declare all these things in Jesus' name. Jesus, we're asking you as well to, to touch him, to hold him, and to let him see your face to understand that there's a greater purpose here, that he needs to fight in a way he hasn't fought before. And as we break the chains, we're filling this space of this family full of the Holy Spirit to heal the hearts of each of the children, to open their eyes that have now been glazed over by the power of the father of lies. Let the scales fall. Father, we pray for true eyes of clarity to come upon this family to hear the Father in need, to come together. And we pray healing over this family. We declare healing over this family. And we pray unity and coming together, regardless of where the Father goes. What we pray is that the family comes together to surround him with the love that he so needs. Let them hear his heart. The pain in which he is overcoming is the wound in his heart of his children no longer being part of his lives. Whatever the past is, let it be broken from this memory. Let it be rebuilt through the power of love of kingdom. May the unity of the family be restored in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Our b sister Lynette in Washington texted this morning asking for prayer, sharing with her with sharing with her blessing. Please pray for my family. Um, Excuse me, please pray for our family. My ex-daughter-in-law, whom we had a great relationship with, suddenly died yesterday. Unclear of if brain aneurysm or heart attack at this time, she left our two grandkids. Very tragic. At work, pray for our son Kenny as his life is now changed drastically. We are still in shock, Tam. I don't think, Father, we ever imagined living in a time when we would have so many testimonies of sudden deaths. The hand of evil that has placed us upon your children is indescribable and is beyond any reasonable prayer of forgiveness. Pains like this are deep. And so right now, more than ever, we pray for a powerful hedge of protection around this family. This hedge of protection is established with the blood of Jesus. And Father, we ask declare war angels to be put around this hedge of protection to ward off evil. This is a time when evil and demonic lurk. They look for the wounds, the questionings, the regret, the anger. They look for these areas to exploit and to have a break in through the armor. This cannot be. We pray for a complete filling of their hearts with the Holy Spirit and a removal of any of the doubt, pain, anxiety, anger, any of these negative emotions to just be cleansed. And now to put eyes truly on this mother. To heal, transform, and to worship, to honor her for what she was. Whatever this relationship is here, it's so important now that the focus be on the children. And now, in the pain of the moment, let these children be protected by yet another hedge of protection to ensure that there is no way evil can touch them. This is yet another attack that we're looking at is how evil tries to get to the children, and this was through the mother. Father, we pray for blessings upon these children, and we make it clear with the blood of Christ that no demons can come near them, that, in fact, you're rebuked for eternity. In any attempt to speak touch to influence them, you will be immediately bound and gag, forced to speak the, the words, Jesus is Lord. And if you go and continue, you'll find yourself unable to see, unable to speak at all. Jesus, we place these demons before you to be cast and dealt with at your hand. And these children are now declared as the precious little ones of kingdom off-limits to any darkness. And most importantly, Father, we pray for the blessings to overwhelm them, to soften and heal their hearts in this loss of their mother, and now to bring the powers of blessings necessary for this family to wrap their arms around all of this, to come together in a critical time, to find unity between the families, to find unity all for the sake of the children, to truly remember our primary directive in this life and commission to Rescue, to heal, and to restore these children, and most importantly, to protect. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Abedat, Sister. Okay, um, looks like that was already read that, sorry. Prayers for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. We just prayed for her. So, yes, the lizard heads of Ohio took her medical license today. And yes, Father, we just continue those prayers and thank you. Prayers for the innocent lives destroyed by the devastation in Hawai'i, Lins. As we begin uh, this prayer, we want to begin this prayer with reason, meaning that we just pray that there's a rebuking of any more exaggeration of the magnitude of this fire over the entire island of Hawai'i because it's being done specifically to avoid the human casualty that's happened. For Father, for all of those in Lanai where this fire was so intense, We just pray truly a a blessing upon all of them, a hedge of protection to not allow them any more harm. We know that this fire by evidence is increasingly looking like something that was done with a directed energy weapon. We have the photo evidence now to show it. And so, Father, this is one of these times now that we're going to establish and I'm going to declare judgment upon the hands of those that have been involved in this. This wasn't just a fire. It's devastated lives, and we will pray for those momentarily. But, Father, we are asking for those with the hand involved in doing this that have disrupted their lives, that they be placed before the courts of heaven and the judgment be given. And wherever is your will, Father, but this is time now to declare this judgment on those that are using those tools of technology to both manipulate weather and to use the energies that they should never have harnessed, this is technologies from the from the fallen to wreak damage upon people. And for whatever reason, not knowing the full depth of this story, this does not translate to good, unless you show us something otherwise. So, Father, we pray here for these for these people in this community. We pray for their restoration in their hearts. We pray for the love of Jesus to fill them. We we pray for the resources needed to give them confidence and hope. And may this moment of trial and trauma fill them with such a need to seek your face, that they're humbled before the throne to truly find the greater strength that we know that you shall protect and provide all things. And for whoever has passed, we pray for their families and pray for the healing of their hearts. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer update and continued prayers needed. Last week I asked for prayers for Karen Kingston. I work with her here in Collier County, Naples, Florida, on a few projects. She was due to meet me and went AWOL. She states she was poisoned and has and has a hit on her. The woman stands in the light, Christ, and won't be and won't back down. Please pray her for her safety and for the chains to be broken, which are holding these people, which are holding these people to the enemy, Beth. I've looked into this story, it's very complicated, and there's more than just the effect of being poisoned and uh, apparently having a hit. And I will tell you my personal opinion and why I'm going to pray this way, because I need to give testimony to this. I don't think this is what it seems. I think this is a demonic attack upon Karen Kingston. There's too many anomalies of why she suddenly went dark, why she's revealing her case in in place in in Mexico where apparently she is or wherever she was or wherever their location. My point is, this is probably more an attack through a demonic realm to cause disruption and to break her confidence and her her integrity. So Father God, we just pray for a hedge of protection around Karen Kingston. And whatever has befallen her, we just ask that those chains be broken There's definitely a demonic attack. And I don't know where this woman walks with Jesus, but right now, Jesus, she needs to see your face and make a commitment before you. If she is going to walk this path, she can only be protected if she accepts Christ in her heart. And this is a decision she has to make, but it is a decision we pray that will be placed before her. If she continues to walk in a path not strengthened by the Holy Spirit, not knowing where she is, there's no question these attacks will continue. But where she is right now, more than ever, we just pray that she will reconfirm her her love and commitment, or accept for the first time wherever she is a true commitment to you, Jesus, to give her that presence of knowing what these choices are, and to show her truly through the power of love. Father, we pray for a powerful hedge of protection and miracle healing to flow over Karen Kingston to break away the chains and influences, both the mental and emotional and physical to heal those and restore those and to give her back the strength and footing that she needs to move forward as a person who speaks truth and brings darkness into light. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Jeff Brain, the founder and CEO, was at Barsfest and a believer has also asked for prayer for his illness tumor, I believe. He had to step down. Todd is an excellent appointment in reflecting Jeff's values and judgment. I know Todd personally and I know Jeff Brain personally. In fact, they're both great people. Father God, we're praying for the Jeff Brain has given his his life, a large part of his life, to doing the right thing with trying to build a platform. And he's done a great deal for us here in Barge Nation to build capacities and capabilities within Cloud Hub. He's suffering, he has suffered from a stroke and now it appears that he's got more illness, perhaps a tumor. You will know these things, Father. The blood of Jesus, we ask that that will flow upon Jeff. And we ask for a hedge of protection around Jeff to ward off any influences dark and demonic. And we place that hedge of protection with the blood of Jesus itself so that no demons have any more domain here or dominion. Father, we we declare miracle healing, and we declare this with authorities given to us by Jesus himself, that we we pray for a miracle and miraculous healing of Jeff Brain, that any damage done by the previous ailments is now healed. Any challenges now faced by this new incursion, maybe a tumor or cancer, is completely healed and cleansed that this is a man whose voice has done an amazing thing, Jeff, has been powerful, and continues to walk in his pursuit of Christ. So, Father, we pray and over just pray for an overwhelming filling of his life with the Holy Spirit to now be able to f- flood his life with healing, power, and love in such a degree that he is truly becomes a testimony of a man to be an overcomer. Bless him and guide him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Scott love your show been listening for 3 years in Columbus Ohio and I have an urgent prayer request we need huge prayers up in Ohio for Tuesday August okay I'm uh, we're going to move through this a little differently I'm not going to read this whole prayer request um so let me go to the update cuz we know what happened in Ohio Ohio had the prayer had the issue number one. So here's the update. It was defeated 57 to 40 per, 43%, but there is some silver linings. 1.3 million people came out to vote yes on a, in a special election in spite of enormous campaign and lies. And much of the yes vote was the body of Christ activating and taking a stand. The other positive is that there is a momentum now gaining into November. Much of the body is already activated despite weak stands from too many of the pulpits and people falling prey to the lies of the MSN. But to recap, the August election was a special election to raise the threshold for passing constitutional amendments. November is an election to pass an amendment to our Constitution that would be one of the one, if not the most radical reproductive right legislations in the world. The choice should now be easy for the church, so we pray that the body shows up and stands boldly for life. This is FINA 021. This is a powerful moment for Ohio, but it's also a powerful moment for ourselves. And this is an an atonement and accountability for our actions. One thing that's very clear with Ohio is that people didn't take time, too many people didn't take time to read the actual issue. Too many people were persuaded by the mainstream media. And once again, it shows fragile minds and the lack of putting our first choice towards Father God. I share the resistance chick's position here that this is a judgment that's been placed on Ohio that will likely be placed on every state. For Ohioans, this is the word It is time to repent if you voted to have that measure, to prevent that measure from moving forward in the favor of the Lord. It was defeated because you didn't put your heart first for God. And for those of you that chose not to participate, this is not that option anymore. You don't get to sit on the sideline and wait for this wind to blow over. You need to repent. For the churches that spoke silence on this, this is now judgment upon the pulpit. And upon your dead stone walls, and God will judge His shepherds, Ezekiel thirty-four. And if you are not bringing healing to this to this state, if you are not preaching healing from the pulpit, if you are not talking about the issues of the day that are opening up the enemy's actions to attack the little ones, God's hand is upon this hour, and their judgment is coming. For Ohioans, for the churches, it's, it's set silent. You have a choice. Seek Jesus or stay in the pulpit, but you can't have both. Walk away from these churches that are literally preaching from a dead stone wall, that not speak the word of protection for the little ones, and are too afraid or cowardice to step out. This is a time of judgment. And so, Father, we pray for a Powerful hand to strike down upon Ohio, as in with every person here in this nation, to awaken the heart of the realization that we are in an hour where we all must face judgment as a nation. Nations shall be judged. Our actions here upon this time must be understood that we are must be intentional. Our eyes must be upon you, and we must walk truly with the intention you want want us to walk. We pray for those that voted this down. they missed the point and allowed themselves to be influenced and persuaded either not to vote or to follow the masses. And for those that truly felt somehow that it was okay to allow something to move forward, they will open the door to more draconian measures against our children. May their hearts be heavy, maybe they be shown truly whom they serve and what their options are ahead of them for they must now choose and there's no more middle ground. We pray for the state. We pray for the power and love of, of Jesus to sweep upon it, to show people truly what it is to serve Christ versus what it is to serve who they are now. And a v- no vote is a choice. We pray for the awakening, truly, in the deeper part of this of this state, to awaken the co- responsibility and accountability. And we pray for the, an understanding that Ohio... In a moment of darkness, we want to now pray for the rising up of the, of the voices of those that see reason and understand the power of the Holy Spirit. May this hour be an hour upon Ohio that truly this critical hour, the understanding of what is critical, what is real, what we are part of, come to the reality of each and every one's parts. And may that be done in such a profound way, to overwhelm that state with the power of the love of kingdom, the understanding and realization that whom we serve, the true presence of Christ himself, to where now there can be no mistaking whom you serve. And from that point forward, each person steps off with a decision of the narrow path or the wide gate. But it's a choice that shall be theirs, but made truly through the optics and eyes of a balanced scale. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Tomorrow, I'm sorry, Monday night, we're having an interview with a Special Forces, a former Special Forces captain by the name of John Frankman. And I made a note tonight, today, to do a special prayer for him. You will learn about him on on Monday. He's a pretty amazing man. He had, uh, his father was a Protestant pastor. He chose to go to Catholic seminary. He is a, he is a, a Catholic I, I've never heard. And he loves Jesus. And he followed his walk out of special forces, resigned himself out of commission of special forces. And the most profound thing was why he did it. It was all had to do with the VAX. It had to do that he refused to take the vax and the retributions, but it wasn't just that he didn't take the vax. And this is what struck me as so profound. I have not had one person I've interviewed or talked to that argued this case for the vax. And this is why I truly say this man is blessed. The reason that he refused to take the vax was because at the core of all things, it had child fetal cells in it. And as he said, we cannot have life and liberty in this nation if we are going to accept things in our body that have been taken from the aborted children of the blessings of Father God. You'll hear this interview Monday night. And so he asks for prayers from us because he's in a transition point in his life with a lot of unknowns. So I ask you to please join me for prayers for Captain, former Captain John Frankman Special Forces. Father, this is a man that, as you know very well with the conversations that we will share Monday night, truly was it a blessed conversation. The only interview I've ever done where somebody asked me, before we begin, can we pray? And so set the pace for what was truly a great conversation that I look forward to everybody hearing. But Father, we also know that former Captain John Frankman is at a critical moment in his life, a decision point, of having to make a change and with a lot of unknowns. This is a time now where he's truly leaning into you and knowing and trusting in your guidance. And we pray for for that anointing to fall upon his heart. He has a tremendous voice in an important hour. And Father, we pray that as this anointing falls upon his heart, that he will be given the resources, the clarity, and the inspiration, the focus, the joy, the love, all of the things necessary for him to accomplish his mission. He has, a, he has a powerful voice within the Catholic community. And this carrying a green beret and speaking one that can speak truly into the Catholic community, he speaks like few others I've ever encountered because he speaks with the heart of Jesus. So Father, we just pray for him. We pray for his steps ahead. We pray for his words to be heard and to resonate and to awaken the many and to understand that you use many people in this in this fight and even When we don't expect it, you bring out somebody who so often like this cuts right to the core of what was truly at issue. And in a humbling moment for myself, Father, and I thank you for in this prayer as well, you reminded us through Captain, former Captain John Frankman that it was never about the technologies, never was about the threat to human harm. The principal issue that we never focused on in this entire debate was that these injections, what they call vaccines, carry fetal tissue from unborted babies. Father, hum, we humble ourselves today in this prayer as well to ask you for forgiveness for missing that most important issue as a primary topic. Not that we didn't know, but how did we not put our focus as your children before your feet, humbly submitting for repentance How did we miss that as the critical, most important and non-negotiable issue on everything about every vaccine, including this one? Thank you for the blessings of the words for former Captain John Frankman. And may that message now become a banner under which we all rally. An understanding that there can be no debate anymore when we put that before them. It's not a matter of your choice. It's a matter of whether you believe in life and liberty Or the stripping of freedom before you're born. Bless this man. Forgive us for our for our misguided ways. Hear our hearts now as we take this message deeper within us in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Patriots. Let's go on to the next. Hang on a second. So prayer request. My friend's 91-year-old mother had a car accident the other day. She's got a broken arm and disc and some other problems. She's having problems eating. She's been doing great. My friend was with her a week ago, and she was fine. It was a blood pressure medication change that caused blackout and led to the accident. We don't want to, this to be one of those things that leads to her demise. Okay, so... She's got a broken arm and discus with problems. She's having problems eating. She's been. Doing, I'm just. I'm re- having to reread this. Patriots. I'm sorry. I've got to get this prayer clear. All right. So, Father, we just pray for the friend, this 91 year old lady who has been in a car accident. We just ask for a hedge of protection to be placed around her, and just ask that whatever healing must be done, that we declare healing over her, clarity over her. And miraculous healing over the physical injuries, as well as those that were flow within her internal part of her body. That there is nothing more gracious than living to old age peacefully. And for wherever her station is in life, I think the greatest prayer that we have for her and declare over her is love. At this age, it's so often, especially with injuries, that we can start to feel alone and isolated. And let that not be the case here. So Jesus. We just ask that you can make yourself known. Show your face to her. Give her that powerful love and an appreciation and understand that truly we are in such a time right now as that a community surrounds her with prayers of love and healing and that she has that, to feel that fullness within her heart. In Christ Jesus' name. Update on our principle. He has passed from this life and is now with Jesus we are sad to continue on without him, but we know he is no longer suffering. Thank you, Bar's family, for your prayers, Andrew C. Well, Father, we just pray for those that are in knowledge of this principle and just pray for a healing of hearts to celebrate his life and not mourn on his death. And just want to thank you for someone who has made an impact on people's lives, but they may they also now have the strength to see forward. It's difficult when we lose somebody, but to know that in the gap, new new. Greatness arises, and this is a time now that we pray for the community to come together to to take what was there, to take the greater messages that were shared, and to raise people up as together in one and to truly walk together now in honor of what he was creating to further move forward in that message and, most importantly, to bring the light of Christ into all things. Asking for prayers of healing and patience, I shattered my wrist last Saturday and I go in for surgery on Tuesday. I run two gyms and I know I need patients to get through the recovery. Prayers very much appreciated. Agenda red, agenda red pill. Well, Father, this sounds like a pretty straightforward one. I would say that we need some miraculous healing here. I don't say that lightly. I think it's time for like a, a big one. This is like a SmackDown granddaddy one. Let's do this. Father God, with the authorities declared on us and given to us, we literally are going to step on snakes and scorpions and have dominion over evil. This is a moment of miracle healing to, to, to heal the broken as your commission gives to us. And so for the words and gospel of Jesus Christ and the blood of Christ from the cross, we pray healing upon engender red pills at wrists. A supernatural healing that will just be immediate, transformative, and miraculous. A profound healing that will be a testimony to himself, to his faith, and to all those around him. And one that he can speak and use walking into this world To demonstrate the power of the supernatural God that is alive, living, and through us. And Father, for this surgery, we pray that as this surgery goes in on Monday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day we're talking about here, Tuesday. That this will be one of those moments again where even doctors will be stunned. You know how much I enjoy saying this. And so Father, I'm really praying into this as a declaration that I love when doctors are speechless and have nothing to say and can't explain the healing. We need this more and more. Because this is the shaking of hearts. It's a reminder of to them who too often see themselves as God. That they are little to nothing in the eyes of kingdom. So Father, with the authorities given to us, we pray for a supernatural healing over a gender red pill's wrist. To free him of pain, to restore the function of the wrist. And to bring back the true sense of, of miracles in our world for others to witness and experience. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I am a 60-year-old grandma. I have lung cancer. I didn't want chemo, so I have been doing my best to remove the parasite toxins and negative emotions. I have low kidney function, making it harder to detox. In my life, I had addictions to drugs, alcohol, and nicotine, making me open to evil, negative attachments. Please pray for my body's, So to be healed and remove and removal of all attachments. I love you and thank you so much, Scott and family. Lori. Lori, I think this is back to that place of the old man in the spa. All of those things you told us, they're part of your story of the past, but through Jesus, all things are forgiven and healed. Stand up, walk, and be healed. Father, we pray for a with the authorities given to us for a supernatural healing over Lori. This is a person who has the honesty of heart to give testimony to her past in the ways that we can in this forum. And we just honor that. And just pray now that any chains from the past are broken, a hedge of protection to place around her. And Lori, you need to speak Jesus into your life and breathe God into your heart. This is the moment of Yahweh. Breathe in, breathe out, and truly accept that you have authority over all of this, and do not let the past be burdens that hang you down. So we pray for a powerful breaking of chains of the past that have now controlled and guided too many things. And there's a sense here, Lori, within this that somehow there's an unworthiness of you. You're very worthy. Christ loves you. You're perfect. Earth, when the this is how we all are in one way or another. That's why we come to Jesus, to be restored, not to be broken. You're very worthy, Lori. Know that God loves you. Jesus is there with you. And Jesus, we just pray that you hands upon Lori to fill her with that miraculous and powerful love of kingdom. And Lori, just put yourself before him. You. Seek the true forgiveness of your heart and the releasing of the burdens of the things that weigh upon you. You're here in this time because God took you on a path you needed to go on. Those things aren't to be hooks and burdens of the past. That's the father of lives speaking. Rebuke them. Turn your eyes on Jesus and realize how much he is there to love you and be you because you're a grandmother that speaks volumes. You shall be healed. Step up, walk, and be healed. We declare that healing in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, Scott Bart's Family Prayer Warriors. Urgent prayer request. This is for baby Dominic. He is the newest gift to our family. Dominic is 10 days born and has a rare liver disease. Don't know the medical term. If his levels don't improve, he has been said his lifespan will be three to four weeks. He will need a liver transplant if available and have no idea for the details about this. He needs a special formula that is not available anywhere. Jalen and Matt are the parents and they have a belief but they have a belief but live in the world and as far as I know they haven't been vaxxed. Now I know that our Lord gave this little one's life and his plan alone. However, we will storm the gates of heaven and ask for mercy and claim the healing of the over the little Dominic. Father, you have a plan for this little man. Thank you for healing Dominic's liver and it and and this be, will be the, the witness of his mom and, the, and dad of power of the Lord, and they will know the miracles come from, come from and bend their knees to our Lord and Savior Jesus in worship of, and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Grateful and always humbled by the prayer power of this family in Christ, thank you for standing with me in agreement. Love you, Bards Nation, Renee of Faith. This little one doesn't need a new liver. This little one needs a renewed liver through Jesus. The trials in which we are given, Father, often make us stronger in life. We know that. It's not even often. It always does. And so for whatever reason that this little one has has arrived into the world with some imperfections, Jesus, we're asking you to please make yourself present, And place your hands upon this child. So much of what we do, and it's not missed upon us, that as we start to close these days' prayers, one of our prayers near the end is for a little one. To rescue, to heal, and restore. We are are proclaiming these words today over this little one. To be rescued, to be healed, and to be restored. And with the authorities given to us, we proclaim a renewed liver, a liver of perfection, not one that needs to be surgically replaced, but one now that is renewed through the glory of heaven, the power of healing, and the power of prayer in the blood of Christ. May this family be blessed, and may this moment as they have brought this child into the world be one of profound moment for them to witness the power of the miracle God. And for those doctors that are once again speaking the timeline of death, which they seem to do so often. May their tongues be gagged and may they be rebuked. May the words that are are speaking into them be shielded from the family's ears or the little one's ears. And Father, we pray into this child's heart the power of a warrior. We pray into the, the power of the warrior to fill this child, a fighter that's here that will be an overcomer, yet another mighty warrior in the army of Christ. Bless this family, protect them, provide them with the resources needed, and most of all, fill their life and this child's life with love. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And patriots, that was the last prayer for today. Tremendous prayer, day of great humility and great moments to share. I want to thank all of you as always for being part of this. It's real testimony to what we do together and what we can do and what we can do together in terms of healing. I I have to say that, you know, over the weeks that we've done this, and it's been several months now, we continue to get incredible testimony into the power of our prayers. And it's something that I hope each one of you are able to use as well in these tools that we bring into the world to remind people of the true sense of who we are. There are so many people right now that are lost. So this is just kind of my speaking into a prayer as we close out today. So just be be with me. There is a warrior heart in each and every one of us that takes different form. Some of those warrior hearts will wield a sword of, of steel because God will lead it as he did with Joshua. Some of those warrior hearts will lead with a sword of love. But we're reminded of the duality in our life that sits within the garden. Peter carried the sword of spirit and cut off the ear. Jesus never rebuked him, but carried the sword of the spirit. I said Peter, the sword of steel with Peter. And Jesus, the sword of the spirit, as he healed the ear. That's a great duality in the life that we live. And right now, more than ever, being that we have an enemy that we can't define, that we're still trying to identify by face. Father knows who they are. And so it's for that reason that we must always pivot from a loving and forgiving heart. Because judgment is his, and so is justice. But the power of justice and judgment is when we walk in the space of a loving and forgiving heart. Tucker Carlson, who wears the Kabbalah thing, is now speaking scripture on air, saying things. This is not about politics. This is a spiritual war. We are seeing celebrities transform and admit to their dark ways. And if you don't think the kingdom will forgive them, then you're wrong. There is a powerful war being waged here upon this earth, and there is true evil, but we don't necessarily know its face. What we do know is that the power of love and forgiveness was was put upon us through the sacrifice of Christ on this cross. And it's something we can never forgive, forget, excuse me, something we can never forget. It is something that is our primary mission and duty as we protect the children, as we seek to heal, to rescue, to heal and restore. And that metaphor must needs to carry about every bit of what we do. It's a powerful mission and commission in which we walk in this world, all things centered around children. And that's hence Operation Vineyard. So in closing, Father God, we just want to thank you today for an incredible time, an assembly, a fellowship of love and prayer. A moment where we see just such dedication to come together and pray and to always seek greatness beyond ourselves. Every one of us has done good things and bad things. Every one of us stands boldly in kingdom and stumbles and falls and plants our face on the concrete. But the one thing we are forever reminded, Father, is the infinite mercy which you extend and the power of love. Father, wherever our enemies are, we do pray that their face will become revealed. But let us also pray for those that we perceive as our enemies to be transformed within the love of Christ. We forget the power of that moment. When someone in their life who may have spent their entire life walking in the dark side suddenly has to face the fact that the thing that they missed their entire life was that of the love of Jesus. The weeping of those hearts is so profound it can heal a nation. Because it's a weeping of honesty, of a testimony, of something that they had done. And it's through their tears that so much can be healed from the damage that they have done. Father, that we have seen our children ravaged and tormented. And so we pray today for this continued, the weeping of our own hearts, for the healing of those wounds and the protection of those children. And as we place ourselves before you, Father, in the steps that we move ahead in a profound transition in our lives of all of those, especially that have accepted that place as being part of Operation Vineyard, you've reminded us here today again and again that the wounds of the hearts can affect everything in our lives. We pray for the continued empowerment and and reaching into those powers of kingdom that have been given to us as authorities on this earth, not to hesitate, but to lean in, to learn greater, to accept the wisdom given to us, to become greater in the authorities given to us, but to always understand that we have free will. We aren't here to curse or bless or influence and force people to make a choice, but we know one thing. That the majority of people on this earth, your children, when given the choice between love and darkness, will choose love. And may that be the message that we continue to resonate and carry in each of our lives. That love heals and love also wields the greatest sword of all. It's a chain breaker. It severs us from the influences of the past. It gives us authority in our lives and authority in the world. May we be reminded that it's as well, that pain and suffering in our own lives is about us dealing with authority over all things. That pain itself is, is an extension of what is deeper and darker the spiritual, the burdens of the past that we place upon ourselves, whatever that be. But Father, this is a moment here. It was so important that we embrace that, that we break those chains, put our eyes on you, and truly step into the body of Christ. And as we know that this is a transformative moment, not just for our nation, but for the world, we are faced with a choice. And the choice is always whom we shall serve. Let these days like today, let these prayers of testimony and the miracles of healing be witness and testimony to the power of who we truly do serve. And may these stories give us strength to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to further our march and walk to heal the sick and broken to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and ultimately to do greater works than he. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Patriots, I just want to thank you all for another amazing Saturday. I get so much out of these. And it's really been an amazing two and a half hours of prayer. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I wish you all a very blessed Saturday and Sunday. I'll see you tomorrow night for the Walking with Jesus. Peace be still. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
2: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe,